Welcome to a special segment of Football Armchair Experts where we pretend to know everything but actually we know nothing. You might be a little bit surprised that you know today there's just two of us, Newcastle fan Manjun and I myself Mark, I'm a Fulham fan. Today we'll be talking about an experience that maybe most of you haven't quite experienced before. Uh, both, of us have ex- both of us have experienced it twice each. Uh, we'll be talking about relegation. So I guess maybe this is sort of a, a day in the life of a football fan supporting a team that's uh, fighting relegation. That's quite a mouthful. We'll think of a better title down the road. Newcastle have been relegated in 2009, in 2016. So that's twice. Uh, Fulham have been relegated in 2014 and recently in 2019. Could be a third time this year, you know, depending on whether how optimistic or pessimistic you are. I, I guess maybe you can, we can start with why do you still keep supporting Newcastle? I mean, especially the first time when you all went down, that must have been a shock to the system. You know, I remember the Straits Times, uh, the, the day after Newcastle's relegation was confirmed, was like, well, wow, Newcastle relegated. Even in Singapore, it's big news. Hey, that is a good question. The thing is, I have been asked by casuals, like people who don't follow football, as to, eh, your team keep going down. So why the heck is you following? Why don't you just support any men you and Liverpool like uh, normal casuals mm. do? So I'm not saying I'm not a casual, I'm a casual as well. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, how do I put it? Okay, my, my favorite analogy is that no matter how lousy your school team is, that like you will still support your school team. Uh. There's still yeah. some form of identity. Uh. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so let's say we are from Raffles Institution and somehow okay. our football team stinks, but we are truly Raffles in blood. Then we so then we won't in a sense we won't abandon our team just because it's lousy. But arguably that's because like say for okay, Raffles Institution, you know, the students yes. you're from there, therefore you support obviously you support your school. Mm-hmm. For for Newcastle, people who live in Newcastle, obviously you will support Newcastle, but you don't live in mm-hmm. Newcastle. You can how to say, remove yourself from the fan base more easily, I guess. Okay, Newcastle didn't have the most success. They, they were sort of successful like during the mid-2000s, I would say. Hmm. So in a sense, like, it's a bit hard to like go through the fun times with them. And then suddenly when it goes, breaks down, then you suddenly just run away. Okay. No, I mean, there's, I mean, there's some sense of attachment to that, lah, I would think. But for Fulham, I don't know. Lah. Like, why did you even... Why did I start... Well, I, I guess because, I mean, their run in the Europa League was after I've already supported them. So that wasn't a reason why I started supporting them. But, you know, this was a team that, you know, was able to, I would say, quite routinely beat uh, big teams. We had a pretty good record against Arsenal, you know, in the, in the years in which we were in the Premier League. I think it was 13 straight years. I think we've uh, gotten good results against Liverpool, good results against Manchester United. Those were results that, you know, when I watched on match of the day, I, I felt like, wow, well, I want to watch a second time just to relive the, the, the highlights again. Um... Yeah, it, of course, it was tough the first time we got relegated. It, it did feel very sad the first time, uh, although it was, a, it was a terrible season. So, had quite a lot of uh, time to get around the idea of, okay, it, it, it might be a season in the championship uh, the next season. I guess, you know, talking about the championship, how was it though the first time? I think this was 2009, was still in secondary school. Was it? I, I think it was a season that we had the ugliest banana the, jersey. The yellow colour. You remember lah. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say uh, like, is them like for like, as bad as bad as it is to like, not be able to watch matches and mm. to like, be in the second tier, but is them shook when we win all the games. Like the feeling is different. Mm. Actually, <laughs> I, ironically, I mean? ironically, you it's quite, I mean? it's quite funny. Yeah, like, you know, I, I don't want to jinx it lah. Like, I think we are already down already, especially after the, the result last week. But, you know what? I'm not 
totally against being in the championship. You know, if say for example we do get some seasons back in the Premier League, you know, get relegated again, it's it's actually quite okay with me because. <clears throat> say like there comes a point where you know maybe in the Premier League you get a little bit stale. I'm I'm not saying that you know like being in the Premier League for so many years is 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 not an achievement. It is, but um, how to say this sort of like it gives you more to look forward to when you do eventually reach the Premier League. But always thinking like, <clears throat> like in the sense, are we settling? Mm. No, I mean like we have, we have to go down just just to enjoy a one one good season. Yeah, if you win, you win the championship or you get promoted. Like hmm. the satisfaction isn't as good. You let's say you call, you qualify for like top six. In that sense, so in in a sense, we are settling because we are underachievers. The the season which we did um qualify for the Europa League under Roy Hodgson, ironically, uh, Liverpool fans still don't like him, but uh, and England fans as well because hmm. that was the season that followed right after our great escape. So of course it was it kept off a good face in our history so I think of course it felt good but say for example like will I celebrate finishing 9 for 10 obviously now I would take that lah, but during the 13-14 years we were in the Premier League you know sometimes uh, you look forward to bring in big name players like Diminda Pobatov you know that kind of thing that okay you, you get excited for the season but what, what's a good example of a team that has been forever in the Premier League but they don't really do anything I think now it's there's Crystal not Palace, <laughs> <laughs> now it's Crystal Palace, yeah. But there used to be a lot yeah. of teams that were a bit like that. Then I mean, it's I, like, like that, lah, yeah. Yeah. And it seems to go in like cycles. Like Stoke came up like as the like, oh, you know, the defensively solid team, they score through set pieces, then they try to change their way of playing, and then after a few seasons, their transition doesn't work and then they go down. Arguably, then you go down, you reset, you know, Stoke now, they now have youngsters coming through and all that. Maybe they'll come back with a better spine or so. I think it sort of does give you something to look forward to, like oh, your team gets rebuilt again, come up, you see what this new cohort does or so. And I think that's the thing about maybe if you support a maybe a more of a lowly team, mm. like there's both there's more like there's more downs and ups, there's more ups and downs. Like there, there's always like it's always a flow, so like you get to enjoy everything nicely. Like, I feel, but somehow I mean I'm not against bigger teams, mm. but I feel that sometimes they can get a bit. No, they're not, they're not used to failure in some sense. In a way, you don't treasure your victories that much. Like, oh, in that, yeah, yeah. I, I think, okay, Man City probably a good example now. Like, maybe they, they will feel a little bit like us when we're in the championship. You see, like, technically don't really need to watch the game. I already know I close one eye, it'll be like 1-0, 2-0 mm. kind of thing. It'll be an easy game even on an off night. So it feels like you don't really, like as a fan, you feel like you need to earn your victories in that sense. Y- yes. But at the end of the day, it's just football. So why, why, why do we put obviously. ourselves through this? You know what I mean? Do you feel like you're wasting your youth? In case you all don't know, we, we are in our late 20s. So you want to spend another 2 to 3 years not uh, able to watch matches? <laughs> and streaming your matches online? Is it worth it though? Actually, to be honest, right? This question maybe will be a better question asked to fans of teams that haven't made it to the Premier League. You know, I, I was watching this one uh, British uh, reality show where there was a Plymouth Argyle fan. Plymouth have never been in the Premier League before. He said that, oh, he hoped that one day he would live to see Plymouth in the Premier League. And the host actually said, so you're planning to live forever, is it? That kind of thing. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's possible these teams never make it to the Premier League. And what if this season went as badly as we thought for Newcastle and Newcastle never made it back in the Premier League? I mean, you, at some point, you have to, like, you know what? I'm going to stop supporting them. I have to look for a new club. Or is that never mm, going to happen? I, I wouldn't say I'll look for a new club, lah. Maybe I'll, I'll like one eye on them and another eye on okay. something else. 
Yeah. So I guess, I mean, okay, I, I mean, we are both not from UK, so we wouldn't know mm. how they actually feel. It's not a hometown club. Mm. So, so I, I so wouldn't won't... go as far as to say that I'll wait two to three years for them to rebuild because I'm not like that. The faster they get, they get successful, the better, happier I am because I wasted enough time <laughs> supporting this trash. I mean, to be fair, Newcastle have bounced back immediately both times they went down. Fulham, the first time we went down, we, we stayed down for four seasons. You feel that your heart was missing something? Four years. Heart <laughs> missing something. Yeah, four years. It is pretty low. But the thing is, right, each time, okay, with the exception of the first year where we were absolutely useless, we were fighting relegation in the championship. If you remember who Felix McGath was. Oh, yes, of course. I think we finished like, what, 19th or something? You know, like, almost until towards the last few months that we started winning games. The other three seasons, right, okay, obviously the fourth season, we, did, we won promotion. The other two seasons, we came close. I think we finished in the playoffs and then the, the other one, we were like seventh or eighth. So it wasn't like, oh, completely no chance of, of promotion. Also, like, there was a reason to still stick around. We might be back. Would the last straw, if let's say, lah, they were in the next season, mm. you all dropped down to League One. The season where we just went down after, like, you know, under the Felix McGath uh, yeah. regime, lah, where we were fighting relegation in, in the championship. Well, that, that felt very surreal. Hadn't fully given up on them, but maybe a second consecutive season fighting relegation in the championship, maybe I might have, like, oh, it looks like we might never be back. But, of course, relegation to League One is a completely different thing. But I guess... There have been good enough examples where teams have gone down back-to-back relegations and have bounced back. I think Sheffield United, good example. You know, um, it wasn't back-to-back, I think. They had a few seasons in the championship and they went down to League One. And they were fighting relegation in League One. Uh, I didn't think they would ever be back, actually. And I think it was back-to-back promotions, right? Sheffield United. I think Bournemouth also back-to-back. So it's, it's not quite as big a task as, as previously I thought it would be. Even what if I turn the question that way? What if one day... Fulham, you know, they get bought over by some Egyptian or some Saudi Arabian. To be fair, we have been bought by Egyptian before. Oh, yes, sorry. Oh, yes, currently Egyptian. <laughs> Why are they bought over by Qatar? Just like, okay. just like Man City. Mm. Then they become a new Man City. Okay. Will you lose the attraction? Because I would. La. Oh, is it? So, I mean, uh, just only last summer, only um, Newcastle, there were, there were rumours of like a potential takeover yeah. by the, the Saudi Arabians, right? Maybe I, I would stay for one year of fun, la. You know what I mean? Okay, few so years you, you feel like you earned the right to like, yeah. have a It's like Man City, off. you know, they, they took them like a mm. few years to get Robinho to slowly grow. And maybe I'll be part of, I'll be part of that. La. But then, you know, okay. once it gets, once we maintain a few seasons of like success, then it gets a bit stale. Then probably like, then they want to go to a European Super League. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a, <laughs> a segue into another video. <laughs> uh. okay. yeah, I think, I guess it's time to go. La, you know what I mean? So I was never in favor of like a Saudi takeover. Yeah. It, this sounds a little bit weird, but it's almost as if because we were talking about like, oh, what if we were to stop supporting our teams if they were in League One? But yet, ironically, right, it sounds like if our team were to achieve a degree of success, then we were to turn our backs on them. Or like, we feel as if, you know what, it was almost as if it's a football manager safe. You've brought them as far as, or you've supported them as far as you can go, and now it's time for another project. Hmm. I guess you can say that. Like, like somehow, the, if we manage to stay on top for a few seasons, it feels like the journey is over. Like, there's nothing else to hear. You know mm. what I mean? Like, once you go up there, you hit the moon. Where else can you go? There are, well, majority of people, in fact, you know, especially in our part of the world, you know, Singapore, lots of Man U fans, lots of Liverpool fans, they don't ever get tired of it, though. I don't know. I, I feel like we're going to offend so many. Top <laughs> it's six okay. Fans, uh. have, they, have they already earned anything, to be honest? 
you can say the early 2000s are uh, the main 90s heyday. Then the, in the mid-2010s, it's also their heyday. Okay. So technically, they haven't really earned anything. They were there since the start. Like, 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 Man U didn't really go through a big downfall. Are you trying to say that, oh, Man U fans are glory hunters? Like, okay, I, like I which, team, which team is at the top of the table? You know what? I'm going to support them because I like to be known as a winner. Maybe the way, the, the sensation they get from supporting is different, I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, perhaps you have, you have constant success, then they are more for the consistency of things. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Then for us, it's, I, I don't know about you, like, for me, it's more of the journey. Like, I don't mind having, okay. having like, bad seasons, but then... I will enjoy the good seasons more. La. To all the menu fans out there, wouldn't you get bored? Well, I mean. comment in the section down below. Uh, comment section down below if you do feel bored supporting. Of course, you're not bored. You're glory hunters, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, like our video. Of course, if you feel like you're a glory hunter, also, you know, uh, chances are you are. I think this is a little bit of a difficult question to answer because you've only ever been a Newcastle fan. But like, yes. do you think that like, um, like fans of big clubs? Can they ever experience anything close to what it feels like being relegated? Uh, I don't know. Leh. I think Liverpool for now, if, if they don't get top four, it feels like relegation to them. Eh, right? The, so it's really? Very, okay, I mean, obviously I, I've never been a Liverpool so. fan. But like, only in recent times, they've missed out on the top four before. You know? Yeah. Is it really that big a deal? I mean... Uh. I, I've, okay, this is again, you know, maybe going to get some hate comments down below, but it's going to be good for the algorithms. I'm going to say anyway. But, <laughs> you know, like I feel a lot of uh, uh, fans who support big clubs, right? You know, say for example, their team goes through a bad season. A lot of time, a lot of times you ask them, oh, so how are Liverpool doing this season, you know, when they finish 7th or something? Or how are Chelsea doing this season when, you know, they have one of their off seasons, they finish 10th? A lot of times, uh, actually, haven't really watched this season. Kind of, it feels a lot easier for them to like, you know what, I'm just going to distance myself from the team. You know, when they're doing well, then I'll get back on it again. I don't know how else to put it, but relegation, each time, you know, Fulham have been relegated, I always question my life decisions, not just like in supporting Fulham, but like in everything else. Suddenly it's like a moment of awakening. Maybe this is a bit of a recent example, but like the goal against uh, Fulham at the weekend, you know, uh, Arsenal scored in like the seventh minute of injury time. I think like I stared at my computer screen for like 10 minutes uh, easily and that disappointment, I think maybe we are privileged enough. I can say I've never felt disappointment like that before. Uh. In your life? Or just yeah. football based? I mean, In your it, life? <laughs> yeah. Once you've already committed to supporting the team, you can't will your team into winning games, correct? It's totally oh, out yes. of your control. Ma. Like everything else that goes wrong in your life, technically you might have a part to play also. I mean, cause there, there are things that are unlucky that happen. Now. So in a way, you can't really feel as disappointed as that. Hey, but I think it's true. Leh. Like I feel I, 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 I don't really, like I'm less affected by heartbreak. So, so in a sense, yes. Leh. In the sense, it sets you up. You know what I mean? So when you do have heartbreak, you're like, you know what? This ain't as bad as relegation. <laughs> no, la, but then, how can I put this? Uh, like, like, Sort of, you are prepared. You are emotionally prepared. I, like I you guess are emotionally because, stronger. Yeah, like you have that depth of of emotional strength yeah. to 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 be able to tap in, yeah. So this is why all those samemi, all those girls that when their heart break, <laughs> they, they they cry so badly. Is because their boyfriends are menu fans. Then they take after the menu persona. If I were to give another lousy relationship analogy, right? Okay. You will be like, you had a girlfriend. Okay. Then for some reason, like she has some disease. 
Okay, but then you still love her, you know what I mean? So, so like, if you go through the tough times with her, mm. and the disease is gone, she recovers, mm. then, then she goes back to normal. Then end of the day, the ties will be stronger, ma, in that sense. Okay. You know I, mean? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. So, in a sense, you're saying, when you do fall in love with a club and all that, yeah. it, it is also out of your control. Yeah. These are, these are control, bonds or, or attachments. I mean, nobody can really be able to explain why they support the, the, the club they support, unless, you know, if it's maybe your parents uh, support that club and then you follow them. But otherwise, yeah, like, who... Like, I think maybe in our first episode, we were talking about how we supported, you know, how you started supporting Newcastle, how I supported Fulham. There's not really a concrete example, you know. So, you never know, like, if things were a little bit different, we would end up supporting different clubs as well. Yeah, I feel like, you know, end of the day, it's still the first few clubs that we get exposed to in that sense. Mm. To be honest, I'm not very in favour of, like, fathers pushing the clubs with <laughs> their sons. La. But that is... Why, is that, like, that a rich marriage? Uh, in, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they are, they are like, Okay, it's not so serious, la, but then, you, know, <laughs> then you see on the streets, okay. on the prams, then the son is, then the father's wearing some Man U jersey. Mm. And the son is wearing some Man U jersey. <sighs> What's wrong with that? I guess yeah. your children will not be Newcastle fans then. I mean, if they are, if they happen to be, it will be because, because of my position, la, my convenience. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, what I'll do, i just on the TV. So, hey, you choose whichever game you want to watch. Except Man well, then, then suddenly, <laughs> what comes on is Bournemouth versus Norwich. Wow. Well, wow. He chose Norwich, right? he's screwed already. Then he'll know like, success is only temporary. Failure is only temporary. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Your children young, give them like, a trash team to support. That, that is, that is okay, the moral story. Are, hopefully, you know, viewers or listeners, you don't have to experience the disappointments uh, we have had to experience the last few years. But maybe, you know, if you do have friends that are supporting smaller clubs, you know, if their team gets relegated, have some sympathy for them. And maybe you can understand their psyche a little bit better now that we've talked about our experiences uh, with teams and coping with relegation. You can always use my analogies for the relationships if you need any <laughs> help understanding. La. So even though we know nothing, hopefully today you've learned something. We'll see you again in our next video. Bye-bye. Bye.